Hi, everybody. Hi. Um, I will be opening up with a word of prayer. Um, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We pray that all the words in each of the teachings today will be um, ingested correctly, Father, and it won't be taken in the wrong way, Father. I pray. I thank you that the praise dance was prophetic, Father. I thank you for that, Father. And I pray that the every all the services will go well, Father. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right. So I, I'm going to just jump into this because, yeah. So, so the title of today's teaching is The Blood, the Wine, and the Covenant. So we all know wine represents blood, right? So why is blood in the title? 1 Corinthians 11.25, New Living Translation. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. So, okay. So let's go into what covenant meant, because that really stuck out to me. Ceremonially, when you make a covenant, you cut the palm of your hand, you let the blood drip into a cup of wine, and the person you're trying to make a covenant with does the exact same thing in the same cup. Why would you use blood? Why would you use blood? You use the blood because the blood represents, it carries your entire life with you. It carries your DNA, it carries all your life experiences. That's why you use blood. Why is it important to have a covenant? It's important to have a covenant because it represents your intimacy with that person. So let's go, so, one second. I'm not going to be before you long. It's probably going to be like, yeah. Okay. So let's take, let's take two tribes, for example, to represent a covenant. One tribe is really weak, right? Doesn't have any warriors. The, and there's another one that has a surplus of warriors that's really strong, right? If the weak, if the weak tribe comes under attack, then they can cut the covenant. I was confused why it meant cut the covenant. I was confused because I thought that said like break it, like not use it. But cut actually meant you means use it. So yeah. Um, they cut the covenant with the stronger tribe so they can um, call on the stronger tribe's warriors to aid them in battle, right? Okay. That should be the same thing with our spiritual development. When you're praying, you ask the Lord for strength to um, persevere in prayer. That reminds me of Miss T's overcoming on Tuesday. Okay, so now we'll be going into um, the love version of a covenant. So when you meet someone and you decide to pursue, pursue them in a relationship, it should be God's plan and not your personal desire. That's why you can't rush into a relationship. 
because it has to be his perfect will. It has to be his perfect timing. Um, yeah. So when you get married, you're making a covenant. It, it doesn't always have to be a blood covenant. It doesn't. When you get married, it's. Wait, I lost my place. I'm sorry. Um, So when you get married to someone, you're making a covenant. If, let's take Africa, for example. If you break a covenant, it's a death sentence. It's literally a death sentence. Yeah. Um, it's death by execution, actually. If your marriage isn't approved by God, divorce is almost inevitable, which means your covenant will be broken, and that's a death sentence. But if your relationship with God and your spouse is right and in the right way, you should have everlasting, never-ending love for both. A covenant represents or resembles an intimate relationship. And, okay, so I'm going to break away from this for a little bit. So at the beginning of worship, you heard the praise team say, um, y'all need to talk to God, right? Right? Um, not just calling on them when you need help. Excessive peti petitionary prayer. I'm not saying anything's wrong with petitional prayer. It's just you can't do that every time. You have to talk to him. You have to worship him. You have to give him glory. In an intimate relationship, to be some, to, wow, <laughs> to, to become so close that they almost become completely one. They're two bodies, one soul, one mind. Okay. So coming to my conclusion, told you I wasn't going to be for you long. So coming to my conclusion, when you drink the wine and eat bread, you should be Reminded of the connection you vowed to have, but even when you are not eating or drinking it, you should you should still be mindful of your relationship. That shows that you that you actually have an intimate relationship with him. That you're actually connected to him. Um one second. Okay, so I had a, I had a, I had a get together with my friends yesterday, and I felt really excited to commune and connect with them, because I haven't seen them in a long time, and it reminded me of all the times that we, of all the good times that we had together, and I wanted to do it more. Right, that should be the same thing with our connection. I'm okay. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your time.